and welcome to the Oracle of Light podcast. I am your host, Ashana DeMellon. In this week's episode, we are addressing more questions that I have been asked over the years on the dead and the afterlife and reincarnation and the reasons to connect with our crossed over loved ones. And I'm going to go through and answer these questions. Um, These are, uh, again, these are amazing questions that people send in. And I've kept track of these questions over the years and they kind of keep popping up over and over again. There are a lot of souls that are, they're choosing to leave the, leave the earth and um, for a myriad of reasons. And so, um, you know, a lot of people are booking in for mediumship readings to communicate and connect with their loved ones. And, um, you know, it's, it's just a beautiful, uh, a beautiful um, experience for me to be able to relay those messages from spirit and be able to facilitate, um, you know, those, those connections and, and confirm that, yes, life does go on and that, that our love never dies. And our loved ones are just, they're just no longer in their physical body but that we can still connect with them and communicate with them and receive love and energy from them. So the first question is, what do the dead do in the afterlife? Do they have jobs? You know, it's funny because people think, you know, what are they doing? Are they decorating their homes? Are they gardening? Are they watching? Are they watching hockey? What does that look like? And from my experience from reading uh, for thousands of people over the years, um, what I have experienced is that there are various stages of crossing over. And by crossing over, I mean when a soul leaves their physical body. And so some souls, when they leave their physical body, they become what we refer to as earthbound. And again, this could be for a myriad of reasons. They may have unfinished business. They may still be emotionally connected to their loved ones, to their life, to their pets, to their home. Um, and they may not know that they've died. Perhaps it was a traumatic um, traumatic accident or something happened and it was sudden. And they, they don't realize that they've actually left their physical body and they don't go to the light for any number of reasons and then they become earthbound. Some souls will, once they cross over, move on completely and they may check in, you know, every now and again. Some will spend time with their family and friends on the other side. You know, it's like they, they still love to visit and connect. And, you know, I've seen parties. <laughs> I've, seen, um, I've seen loved ones and families, you know, sitting around visiting with one another, um, you know, sharing their experiences and, and just, you know, that reunion sort of energy on the other side. Um, some souls cross over and they continue learning. They continue learning different um, different aspects. It's, it's very much like earth school. You know, we are all learning. All of our souls are here with a mission, a purpose, a guiding force, if you will, for our life and what we would like that to look like. And from what I've experienced and, and talking to so many crossover loved ones, it's, you know, that's the same on the other side. It's just they just don't have a physical body. Some are, are learning different things. Some are, are in other dimensions, are in other realms, um, are with other um, beings of light. And some souls, when they cross over, they they watch over their families. They watch over their friends. They, they sort of just that that becomes what their job is you know maybe they're waiting for their loved ones to cross over i've i've encountered so many loved ones that 
you know, are waiting for their loved ones. They're waiting for their spouse. They're waiting for their children. They're waiting for everyone to cross back over. And some souls become spirit guides. They can become spirit guides. And to, not all of them do, but some choose to become spirit guides to help guide their loved ones who are still here in the physical and um, to help them, um, you know, with their life, to help help them make choices. And so these are the common the common threads that I've experienced over the years with, um, you know, what my understanding is of the afterlife and, you know, what the souls are doing and what they're experiencing. Um, you know, some souls, you know, completely leave uh, their physical body and they go into, you know, into the afterlife. And, you know, they, from that point, you know, they can choose to reincarnate again really quickly. Um, and again, some choose to wait years and years and, it's different for each and every soul. It's different for um, whatever that soul's journey is. Some souls cross over and they become helpers to those who are crossing back over. You know, they are there to assist when souls leave their physical body and, and cross back over into um, the hereafter or heaven or the other side, whatever, whatever lingo you would like to have around that. Um, and this next question is, is fabulous. Um, you know, how much do spirits remember after they've left? And from, from my perspective, after, you know, again, reading for so many, um, crossover loved ones, they remember their entire life. Um, when we leave the physical, we, um, go back into, um, again, the hereafter, um, heaven, the other side, and from that perspective, we can, you know, we can look at our life. We can, you know, see, did we accomplish our mission? What did we get done? Did, did our soul grow? Did our, did our soul evolve? What did that look like for us? And they will show me different snippets of their entire life. They will, you know, sometimes they will want to talk about the day that they died other times they will want to um, talk about beautiful blessings that they were a part of and, and beautiful memories that they have. Sometimes, um, you know, it's, it's really funny because I, I ask the crossed over loved ones to, you know, present themselves to me at their happiest, not, you know, not perhaps at the end of their life. I ask them to show them to themselves to me at their happiest. And so I will see you know, these beautiful, beautiful younger women with this, you know, vibrant head of, you know, red fire engine, red hair, or, um, you know, I see them with, you know, they're not wearing glasses and they have this full head of thick, amazing hair and, and, you know, they're dancing and, and just, you know, living it up. And, and sometimes when I'm reading for clients, they don't know who that is. <laughs> and then we need to, Figure out, ah, it's your grandmother. She's showing herself at her most happiest. It was when she was younger, when she was dancing, when she had her beautiful red red locks of hair. And, um, you know, so they do remember all, you know, everything, every aspect of their life. And most often their loved ones just want to know that they're okay and that they've made it to the other side and that, you know, that they don't have to worry about them. And yes, in some cases, you know, the deceased seem very interested in what's going on um, in, you know, in their world that they left behind. And other times they, you know, may no longer feel a connection at all 
to their their earthly loved ones and and they've moved on emotionally as well as physically and now this can be very reassuring for the people I read for or it can actually be a little bit disappointing because we oftentimes miss our loved ones so much and they're on the other side doing their thing and you know they're not in any physical pain they don't have any worries about finances um they they don't necessarily have to worry about any arguments they've been in they don't they don't have to worry about any of that they've left all of those those earthly concerns behind and um i've even read for read for clients and and their loved ones come through and and they won't even discuss what their name was you know, and some, some loved ones will come through and they talk about their name and they talk about their life and they know what the dog did and, and they're still very much a part of their world. Um, and other loved ones, they're just not connected to their life anymore. They're not connected to the name that they had. They have really moved on. And so it, it just varies from soul to soul. Can the dead give you a heads up on what's coming up in your life? Mm, for the most part... Um, crossover loved ones, they won't interfere with the course of your life. And um, they're a little bit different than, than say, spirit guides. Whereas spirit guides, um, you know, if you're looking to connect with your spirit guides, your higher self, they will give you the heads up on what's coming down the pipe. And then they'll also kind of give you the heads up as to what you need to do to course correct if you don't like what's coming. <laughs> or if there's something coming that, ooh, you know, I really like that. You know, they can give you that reassurance and, again, that extra support that, yeah, this is coming. Uh, whereas the crossover loved ones, they, they will often discuss future children. I have seen, you know, grandparents holding babies. I have seen, um, you know, crossover loved ones, um, you know, holding hands, the hands of, of a, a child um, that, that is coming in, in to uh, my client's life. Um, and it's almost like they're, they're assisting the family tree. You know, it's, it's really beautiful. I've, I've seen that so many times. I've, I've often looked and, um, you know, there's, there's a, um, you know, a grandparent that's, that's holding a baby. And that can be, you know, that could be because someone has lost a child, they're holding the baby to reassure them that that baby is safe, that that child is, is in fact okay. And then other times it's, there's another baby, another soul that's waiting to come in. And so it's very exciting when that happens. Um, but for the most part, um, you know, they, they understand that this is your journey and that you need to live it and experience it. Sometimes they'll come through and they'll give you little snippets of information. Absolutely. They'll give you support, you know, and like I always say to people, you know, if, if, um, if your aunt Rose wasn't really good with money, you probably wouldn't ask her for money guidance and advice when she's crossed over because she doesn't have access to, you know, the vault of information, so to speak. She can give you love and support and, um, all of that reassurance and sometimes that's all clients need when they come in for a reading. They just really need to know that that connection is still there, that, that their loved ones are at peace and that they've made the transition to the other side and that they are still very much a part of their life. And the next question is, can you reach people who have been dead for a long time? And yeah, you know, as a medium, I have spoken with people who have, you know, been dead for decades I've spoken with souls who crossed over within the last few days. 
I have spoken with souls, you know, who have crossed over, you know, 10 years ago, 20 years ago. Like it's, it's really quite interesting. Um, there was a, there was a medium that, uh, um, I, I met years ago and she said, you know, at 20, when it's, you know, in, in 20 years time, all the souls reincarnate. Mm. And I actually haven't found that to be true. I found that there are so many souls that whatever they're doing, you know, on the other side is very much a part of, of where their soul's evolution and growth is. And they really have no, no inclination to reincarnate at this time. And so they continue on the other side as, again, as guides, they're learning, they're exploring, they, they love to assist souls who are leaving their physical body transition back into the light. And so there are so many different reasons, um, you know, why a soul um, would reincarnate, wouldn't reincarnate. And, you know, it's very important to remember that, um, you know, if you do go for a mediumship reading, that, that that medium can't guarantee who is going to come through, you know. And and sometimes those souls, they don't want to show up for whatever reason. They're busy. They don't feel a strong connection anymore, um, you know. And, and so it's it's always important to remember that. And it's really... It's really entirely up to them if they want to answer the call. I've had loved ones when, you know, I've, I've wanted to check in with one of my crossover loved ones years ago. And, uh, yeah, he didn't come in until the last five minutes. He came in and he was like, what? What do you need? What do you want? And it was like, oh, hello. <laughs> you are okay. Okay, I don't need to worry about you because you're doing your thing on the other side. And, you know, it's it's funny because... Um, sometimes if that, if that soul doesn't come through, um, then, you know, the spirit guides, um, can actually start to assist until they get that other soul, they get that soul to come through and the spirit guides can come in and they can speak to the deceased person. And then we've kind of got a four way communication going on with the spirit guides and, you know, my angels come in and, you know, we're, they're relaying information and it's really quite fascinating. Um, so yes, I have communicated with souls that have crossed over 20, 30 years ago. Um, you know, I have, I've seen, um, so many, so many souls that have crossed over and, um, you know, there's no, some, some mediums will say you have to wait a certain amount of time before you connect with a crossed over loved one. Um, I think that depends on the, in, on the individual. If you are in, um, if you're experiencing, uh, grief. If you're if you're moving through grief in such a way that um, you know that that if you're in a deep grief, it'll be that it'll be difficult for you to receive from the session. So I do believe that everyone needs to be in that right space to be able to receive the most from the reading uh, with connecting with your loved one. And And I do know that some souls, uh, depending on how they leave the physical, they do need a little bit of time to adjust. There was a, a soul that um, um, he had uh, he had taken his own life, and he came through to me. Oh, it was it was in a meditation actually. Um, his uh, um, his family was they were booked in a few days later to come in for a reading, and uh, I was in a meditation, and his energy was, um, I could see him standing with his other loved ones on the other side, and their energy looked um, solid to me, like they were standing there, and they were solid. His energy looked kind of like it was kind of blinking in and out, and it wasn't as solid as theirs. So from what I've experienced over the years, you know, it does take a little bit of time for those souls to adjust to, you know, life, 
um, in the hereafter, uh, on the other side, that they don't, they no longer have a physical body. And so, you know, you'll know, I believe if you're, if you're guided to have a reading with a medium, um, I believe that you'll know, or, or your loved ones on the other side will start giving you the nudge <laughs> to, you know, that they have messages they want to communicate with you, which is, which is beautiful. I really do believe that that's beautiful. Uh, the next question is, how fast do people reincarnate? And can you speak to someone who is already reincarnated? So I'm not really sure, you know, how long it takes for a soul to reincarnate. Um, I think it can be pretty quick, or it can take, you know, a long time. And, you know, souls may not choose to reincarnate as, you know, as we were talking about, um, just before this question, you know, I've read for souls that have, you know, they've been in the, the afterlife for 20, 30 years. So, you know, it just depends on that soul. And I, I do believe that even if someone has reincarnated, that we can still connect to their higher self, that, that higher, you know, that, that energy that is still connected to them that is not in physical form. There's still an aspect of them in the hereafter, in the, you know, on the other side. And, you know, I, I won't go too far into the whole quantum physics around this whole thing. Um, but I think that we'll all probably have a much better understanding when we do cross over ourselves. But from what I can, you know, have been able to gather from crossover loved ones and from my guides is that it depends on the soul. That soul may, may choose to reincarnate right away. They may choose to reincarnate into a different family. They may choose to reincarnate into the same family. Um, and again, they may choose not to reincarnate. Um, I have uh, just recently, uh, there've been a few souls uh, I've read for clients um, who have reincarnated and um one had been gone for eight years and the other soul had been gone for five years and they chose to reincarnate. Um, you know, and I've, I've read for people that, uh, you know, their, their loved ones have, um, you know, they've reincarnated within a year or two, you know, and I guess I, it all depends on what that soul's journey is, you know, what that soul would like to experience, what, you know, if that soul, you know, is part of a, is part of a soul group and they want to get back in, they want to get back in the game with their peeps and, and their soul, uh, their soul expression and their soul journey and soul growth. And, and so this, again, it depends. It depends on, um, you know, if, if they want to go back in that quick. And again, yeah, you can, you can communicate with their higher self. And um, there isn't a guarantee that you can communicate with their higher self. Um, but that is an option. That is something that's come up in readings over the years where um, uh, their higher self has, has presented. And, and I've been able to ask questions and, and get clarity for my client. How does connecting with the dead really help us? Is it to provide reassurance that they're okay? What does this look like? You know, and this is something that people often ask me, you know, you know, why you know, what's, what's the value in connecting with, you know, my people that have died? What is the value in that? And so it, again, this varies from person to person. Um, you know, it's, it's often a beautiful confirmation to know that love doesn't die, that our loved ones have made the transition to the other side, that they're not in any pain. They're not, 
Um, you know, they're, they're at peace on the other side. That is one of the number one questions I'm asked when I read for someone, you know, are they okay? Where are they? Are they okay? Are they in pain? Are they, you know, they just want that reassurance that their loved one is okay because not everyone is dialed in to communicate and experience their crossover loved ones. It's a different frequency as we've talked, chatted about in other episodes. And so it's really, it's really up to the individual. You know, I mean, I have crossover loved ones that I absolutely adore and I love to connect with them and, and communicate with them. And I can still experience their, their energy, their personality and um, their love and their guidance and their support. And so from my perspective, it's just beautiful and it's uplifting to, you know, connect with our loved ones. And, you know, it's also, you know, it's very, it's very reassuring to know that they're in a good place. And again, that they're at, peace and you know I've read for several women over the years who have lost children and they're you know especially concerned that their babies are okay on the other side and they are as I mentioned earlier I will see um, I will see grandparents or other family members holding those babies and that's just a beautiful validation to know that that child is safe that baby is safe on the other side and it, it varies for everyone. I've met several mediums that don't feel like they need to connect with their loved ones on the other side because they know they're okay. <laughs> and, you know, whereas, you know, I love to connect with mine. You know, I just, I think it's, it's just fun. And it's, it's beautiful to, you know, have them pop in every now and again and, and say hello. You know, it's, um, it's beautiful. I've, I've shared the story about, um, you know, different signs that our loved ones will leave us. And so, you know, it's, it's, it's just always a beautiful it's beautiful, it's reassuring to know that they're still with us, that, that, you know, that love, that connection never dies. It's always there. They're just no longer in their physical body. And the next question is, do you meet up with all of your loved ones on the other side? Even the ones you'd rather not, to see, rather not see again? And yes, I know that there are some people that are not too excited about meeting their abusive husband or an alcoholic parent on the other side. But think of it this way. When we get to the other side, it's almost like, it's almost like taking off, taking off a persona. It's almost like, you know, the, the personality that we incarnated with the, you know, all of the stuff that kind of came along with us for the ride. It's no longer there. You know, we still have our personality but, you know, all of those other worries and concerns and all of that is, is gone and the energy is different and your energy is different. And sure, you know, there may be a bit of a reckoning when you first meet up with someone, but you still get to choose. If there's someone that you do not want to connect with here, you don't connect with them. If there's someone who's hurt you and you just do not want to have anything to do with them, you get to choose, you know, you don't have to spend time with that person. And so the same thing when we cross over, when we cross over, um, it's totally up to you. You know, if you want to connect with all your loved ones that you had a strong connection with, absolutely. If there are some that you're just really not interested in, that's fine as well. And it's interesting. I've read for clients over the years where, um, you know, their parents divorced and it was, you know, wasn't amicable and it wasn't nice and, you know, the parents, maybe they hated each other's guts or whatever that was. And so when they cross over, they won't come into the reading together. One will come in 
<laughs> and then I can see the other one waiting. And then when that, the first parent has given their, their messages and their love and they've connected, they will leave and the other person will come in. The other soul will come in. So it's, you know, it's, I think it's very much, very much up to the individual. And it depends on what that relationship was like. You know, there's, you know, some people, some spiritual teachings are, are very much about forgiveness that, that you need to forgive everyone. And, and if you haven't forgiven everyone, then, then, you know, maybe you're stunting your spiritual growth. But, you know, I heard something earlier from, from one of my blessed teachers and she said, you know, it's important to forgive, to release that energy from your energy field and your heart, but we don't forget, right? Like if someone has, you know, really betrayed us and, and hurt us, um, you know, that isn't something that, that we can easily forget, if ever. I've met so many people that, you know, they were able to forgive, you know, the crossed over loved one, you know, perhaps it was an abusive situation, or it was neglect or betrayal, or, you know, adultery, or whatever it was, they were able to forgive, but it's just, they didn't want them in their life anymore. It was just they were okay not having that person in their world anymore. And so again, it's it's different for everyone. It depends, you know, it really depends on what that relationship was like. And we always have choice, just like the crossover loved ones. They can choose to come into the readings and connect with us or not. They can choose to be a part of our, our celebrations and our life and, and, and choose to support us and guide us and love us from the other side or not. You know, everything is a choice. And it's just so important to live our lives with integrity. It's so important to live our lives from a place of, you know, really feeling like we're connected to our higher self. Because our higher self, our higher soul, our divine self, whatever, whatever term resonates for you, that is the aspect of us that is our true authentic self. And that aspect of us understands why we've reincarnated, why we're here. That aspect of us, again, is our, our true essence. And so it's very important to have a connection with your higher self. And, you know, from my perspective, when we don't have that connection, again, life can seem really topsy-turvy because we're, we're looking for happiness outside ourselves. And, you know, there was, um, there was something I, I was reading the other day. It was absolutely so profound. Um, in the book, she said, it's very important not to make someone else your anchor. So not to make your beloved, uh, your child, your parents, your, your family, a pet, not to make anything outside of you your anchor, because those things will always change. Even your work, your career, your vocation, your education, anything that we, we anchor our happiness and joy to that is outside of us, that can shift and change over time. And I've seen it happen countless times over the years where, where someone was, you know, there was someone very special in their life that was their anchor, that was their everything. And their world revolved around that person, that relationship. And when that relationship ended, they were absolutely devastated and they felt lost. And so it's very important. This is one of the messages from heaven. It's just very important for us to find that joy and that happiness from within. And when we connect into our, our higher self, our inner, inner being, our inner knowing, that divine self, we have access to all of the happiness and joy that we could ever imagine. 
And then everything that we experience in our world is just like the sprinkles on top. It's like the sparkles that light up the sky. And so I hope that you, you found some really good information in these questions. Um, we have, uh, for any of you who are interested, um, if you go to my website, there's a free quiz. If you've ever wondered if you have mediumship abilities, you can go online at uh, livealifeyoulove.org and there's a free quiz. And it'll tell you whether or not you have mediumship abilities. Really fun, super quick, free. You can do that immediately. And we have mediumship level one coming up at the end of October because October is my favorite month of the year. People always laugh at me because I have more Halloween decorations than I do Christmas. Oops. <laughs> That's just my reality. That's just, just the way it rolls. October 1st and I'm like, mm, pumpkin spice, we need to decorate. Let's do this. So of course I would be teaching mediumship in October. So October, oh my gosh, I don't know if I wrote down the dates. Um, it's the last weekend. It's the weekend before Halloween. I believe it's the 23rd, 24th, 25th. We're teaching uh, mediumship level one. We're teaching it here at the house. So we will be social distancing. Uh, we'll have masks, uh, hand sanitizer, uh, the works. So if you are in the Calgary area, we would love to have you. You can check out all the information on my website at livealifeyoulove.org or you can email me and I'll get you more information about that. I send you mountains of love. And if you have any questions, let me know. Reach out. And uh, I just keep compiling all the questions and, and get them all answered in, in one episode or another. I love all the feedback. I love hearing from everyone. And, and I hope everyone is safe. And I hope everyone has an incredible day. I send you mountains of love. I'll talk to you next time. Bye for now. Mm -hmm.